When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're on day four of our week talking forgiveness. We got it started Monday with broken promises. Tuesday, we talked unmet expectations. Yesterday, we dug in on moments of weakness. And today, we're talking lashing out. All kinds of external forces have an impact on our moods and emotions. Everything from the amount of sleep we got the night before, to how we've been eating, to whether or not we've been exercising, to how much time we're spending in front of the computer or TV. All of these things have a profound impact on our hormonal balances, including the heightened presence of cortisol and adrenaline, and the lack of those feel-good hormones, serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, and endorphins. As you may know, hormones are responsible for the way we feel, and the way we feel is often the root of how we behave. It's not an excuse, but it is a reason. The important thing to remember is feelings aren't facts, and emotions are not actions. For example, anger is not aggression, just like happiness is not uncontrollable laughter. Obviously, one of those behaviors is more desirable than the other, but the point is we're not at the will of our emotions. They are not in control of our bodies, though in extreme cases, it can often feel that way. The space between a feeling and an action is where judgment resides. It's our ability to separate ourselves from the desire to act and the actual act itself. It's where we use awareness to inject reasoning. Like Brian said, it can often feel impossible, especially for people who aren't used to accessing the part of their minds responsible for moral judgment. Those less traveled neuropathways are often much more difficult for people to access when they've spent their lives acting out based on feelings. This is often the case with children who were raised in an environment where aggression was the common expression of anger. Awareness is a relatively rare level of enlightenment and self-control is a difficult skill to master. Sometimes this understanding is all we need in order to forgive someone. It's also often why people are so apt to make excuses for the people they love. And that's an incredibly common yet dangerous game. The bottom line is abuse is never permissible. Our advice will always be to leave the moment abusive tendencies appear. It's often the tip of the iceberg. Again, forgiveness does not mean we stay. It simply means we stop the ripple effect one experience can have across all other relationships in our lives. In this case, just because we're used to one person's predisposition to being aggressive when they're angry, we do not come to expect or accept aggression when anger arises. As promised, we're going to talk briefly about the process of forgiveness today. If it serves you, begin by making a pros and cons list associated with letting go. Examine how forgiveness or holding on serves you and hinders you. Understand that you have a choice between the two. From there, it is the active decision to forgive, to be at peace with what has been and to fasten our eyes on what's to come. As difficulties in forgiveness arise, 
We can refer to that pros and cons list. We can remind ourselves of our choice to forgive. Above all, we work to live in the present moment. We recognize when those old wounds manifest as obsessive thought loops, and we begin wielding the tools of empathy, understanding, and compassion. We can empathize with their lived experience. Maybe we can understand it. Maybe we can see our role, if any, in the situation. And in the absence of understanding, we can wield compassion. It's important to remember that forgiveness is rarely a one-and-done decision. It's often something we choose over and over again, in some cases for the rest of our lives. But even in those extreme cases, a lifetime of forgiving is better than one laden with resentment. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for the final day of our week discussing forgiveness. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.